podcast. Today we're finally discussing Azura's Wrath. It's about that host. time. <laughs> I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First up we got Trevor. What's going on? And we got the homie Greg. What's up? And then we got a guest as we said uh, I think we promised this uh, on your last episode which was what Baba is you? Yeah. <laughs> we bring Ree back to, uh, yes, to finally cover Azura's Wrath. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. So, this is Trevor's game for the month of... Is it September? Was this? August. August. Oh, snap. We're back yeah, on schedule. August, Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to kick it to him so he can introduce it. Okay. I'm going to keep this short just so we can get to the discussion. Um, Oscar's Wrath is an action video game, and it was developed by CyberConnect2 and published by Capcom. CyberConnect2 is a Japanese development studio, and they're mostly known for the Dot .hack series games, as well as the fighting game series based on the Naruto franchise. Um, so, Osra, the game started development in 2007, and they, I think he's, they said in an interview, Hiroshi Matsuyama wanted the game to kind of reach everybody to kind of so be something that everybody could understand um which is why they kind of chose a theme around wrath um they felt like you know wrath and power and all that could be a a theme that could come across really well in a video game and it follows the title character who's a demigod uh, asura as he seeks revenge on the pantheon of other demigods who betrayed him and the story um, is represented in the style and format of an episodic series of cinematic scenes. And you can definitely get that sense like playing the game. Um, but it includes opening and closing credits um, at the beginning and end of each episode. And then the gameplay is integrated into like cinematic scenes and the player switches between third-person combat and interactive sequences which the player will use like quick time events. And because of this unique style, the game has been described in the media as an interactive anime. And, and just to add to that, like the, the anime part of it probably comes from like, it's very over the top animation style. Um, because this game is, I believe it was created in, um, unreal. Um, and, um, so it's in 3d. It's not, a 2d game but there are some 2d episodes that are dlc but um let me see the game takes elements from hindu and buddhist mythologies and then blends them with science fiction and that's probably one of my favorite parts of this game is just that concept just looks really cool um in practice so there is dlc to this game um Some of the DLC includes um, bonus episodes. I believe it's 11.5 and 15.5 that are kind of like filler episodes, really. Um, And then there is also DLC that adds a true ending to the game, which I happen to have um, played this time around, which I didn't before. And there's also DLC that features a um, two-dimensional fighting mode that uses the Street Fighter 4 engine and it brings in characters from the Street Fighter 4 game Ryu and Akuma that you fight against 
You're going to say something, Marcus? I was, but uh, it's okay. I didn't want to... <laughs> Actually, so never mind. <laughs> well, it had Ryu slash Evil Ryu and Akuma slash Oni. Is is that the correction you were Yeah, using? basically. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of shortened it. But... Yeah, you good. You good. You good. <laughs> um, I didn't actually play those um, those episodes, um, those DLC. Um, and let me see. The game was actually very well received in Japan. I want to say some of the reviews were like 10 out of 10s and 9 out of 10s. But then when it was released in the Western market, the game received average reviews. And they said many critics praised the story and highlighted the interactive anime style as a positive, while others felt it detracted from regular gameplay. Um, but that's pretty much it as far as the intro. I, I could go on and on about why I chose this game. Because this is actually, um, you know, we didn't mention it um, starting off, but this is our third anniversary episode. Miss Checkpoints is now three years old. Hey. Um, and we've been trying, to, or I've been trying to get this game on the on the list for the past three years now. Um, so finally we're able to play it. Um, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Um and Marcus can probably attest to this. Um, he plays fighting games, and I used to ride with him to tournaments. I was actually never good at fighting games, but this game made me feel like I was good at fighting games. <laughs> so that was one of the reasons. That was one of the things that drew me to this game because it was like, man, this Osara is like an, an actual, you know, you know, he feels like Street Fighter character, but it's not a, you know, a fighting game. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much why I picked this game, and yeah, I'll just I'll pass it to you guys. Um, just kind of your initial thoughts or your introduction to this game, like when you played it. I think everybody here has played it before. Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, yeah. you can start. When did uh, you first play it, Trevor? So I first played this game maybe a year or so after it came out. Um, because it came out in 2012, and I know I played it before I got an Xbox One, which came out in 2013. So I played it maybe within the year that it came out. Gotcha. And I played on 360, and continue playing on 362 because they need to go on ahead and port it to current or new gen consoles. And all right, what about you, Greg? Uh, so I think the first time I played it was like maybe a year or so after it came out. I think I had gotten, gotten it on sale and, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, I remember playing the demo and, and like really digging it. So, uh, picked it up and I played it then. And I think I had played the DLC, um, uh, played the DLC then. So, uh, finished it up then and went back and played it again this time. It's just as good as it was then. Okay. Uh, what about you, Marie? Dude, I I feel like a nerd now because I, I I bought this on day one, so I remember uh seeing this seeing the trailer for this game at the Tokyo Game Show back in 2010, and dude, I was blown away when I first saw it because you know it had that weird blend of like cyborgs and God of War and Japanese anime, all that just kind of mixed into one, and, and it really overwhelmed me. <clears throat> uh, I was kind of seeing these comparisons, like like when I was going online, but it it kind of reminded me of God Hand, you know, just how like 
absurd it is. Like like one man versus a whole crowd. So when, when I saw it then, dude, I was watching it uh, super close, and I was working at GameStop at the time. So you know, when it came out, you know, you know, you tapped in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, dude. Uh, I, I bought and played it then, but it. Um, but uh, when, when I finished it, and I found out that uh, that the tree in them was going to be on DLC, you know, I kind of punt. I was fighting the air, but you know, I'm still <laughs> with it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I was hyped for this game through and through, dude. And um, and I was definitely holding up my uh, sword and shield against all the critics about this game because I really feel like it, it is a very special experience that that no other game has really touched on so far that's fair and uh i think i think i played this maybe a year or two after it came out and when i got it i got like all the dlc uh beforehand so i had like the whole experience um knowing like oh like because do you guys know when the how how long or soon after the game came out did the dlc come out I had an article up about it, and I I just bro. I, I want to say it. it was like two seasons. Okay, okay. Two seasons. I want to say, dude. I'm trying to think when it. When did this game come out? I want to say in October, right? And I think the true DLC had to come out that following summer. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It, uh, because I don't think the true DLC was like the first DLC. I think the because. I don't know if you guys bought the uh, filler DLC for this game, but you know there's two animated episodes. Yeah, I, I had I had those. Uh, I I think that came out first, right? And yeah, then the, and then, then like the, true, the true stuff, <laughs> and then the true ending came out. I want to say. Well, yeah, so- like one of the things that I always like joked about about this game was like you have the ending, and then if you had a certain amount, I think to unlock these alternate like episode eighteen, mm-hmm. you had to have like X amount of. Uh, S ranks beforehand, yeah. and oh, that dude. was the true ending. And then the DLC was the true, true ending. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bro, come on. And 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 I think um, partly like the reason that the reason why that game had like kind of a, a, a shifty foundation was just because you know Capcom meddling in there is like, okay, how much money can we make? Off yeah, of this stuff, that was the know? height of Capcom saying like, oh, you yeah. want this thing? Better pay up. And like the whole like that was the I think that was the time too when. Uh, Games were still doing like, oh, yeah, you, you want to buy this game used? All right, well, you're gonna go ahead and cough up that uh, that money to be able to play this game online because, uh... man, <laughs> man I, yeah. I, I never really linked the two to that uh, of like uh, buying a used game and them still wanting to make money off of it. So if you want to play yeah. this game, then uh, yeah, you know, see, you have to run them ducats. But 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 yeah, man, I, I really think the DLC turned a lot of people off from the game, which is why people didn't buy it a year or two later to when everything was was uh, released. I I remember advising people, even I liked the game so much. I was like, yo, don't get this because you're gonna get involved and you're gonna be uh, mad at the end when you get when you find out that the rest of the game is coming sometime yeah. later. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think that was like right off the uh, the trails of the cross teching on mm-hmm. this DLC stuff too. So oh, Capcom yeah. was already yeah, like, was. I mean, the same thing. Yeah, yeah like they that. they were like notorious for that because I think that I mean that was the same case with uh, Marvel as well. Like the, the oh, characters yeah. were on on the disc. Yeah. And you were paying to unlock them. Whew. Yeah. So you bringing back bad memories now. Boy. <laughs> I, I remember those times. Jeez, yeah. I remember those those discussions. <laughs> oh, why why do we have to pay for game? We already paid for the game. We own the game. Why do we have to oh, pay man. to unlock stuff that we already paid for? Yeah, yeah I don't like... want to have that conversation no more. It hurts. It hurts, man. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, so everybody here has played the D like the story DLC, I guess. Right. Yeah. 
And right. Trevor, so you haven't played the, the Street Fighter stuff? Right. It was I funny. didn't either. Oh, like, you, did I you didn't. have it, though? No, I don't have it. I, I thought about it, but it was like two bucks each. Man, and I was cheap. I need, <laughs> so you played it, right, Reed? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Because I, I need, at least we need to talk about it a little bit. Um, yeah. Um. So, guys, I got a confession. Yo. Remember how we talk about those games where you play them the first time and you really like Don't them? Don't do it. Uh, and then you play them again, and mm-hmm. then you're like, damn. Mm-hmm. So well, we got the uh, uh, number one was Brothers, number two was Brutal Legend. Um, I'm going to go ahead and chalk up Bowser's Wrath as number three for me. Uh, <laughs> I feel it, dude. I, I definitely feel it. I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's a little bit of like uh, multiple things going on. Like, I wanted to talk about this with you guys so bad, but I didn't want to paint the conversation we were going to have so I ended up like just ranting at Dante mostly because <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to be on the episode but like I I just like I don't F with this genre of game like like I realized that like like I had that issue with Ninja Gaiden I had that issue with with um uh shoot what God was War? When we played no uh Metal, Metal Gear when we played Metal Gear um uh, Z- I, hold up hold up hold up I, you know, I'm gonna let you continue. Let, let's. I'll let you go. This game is not. I mean, this is even the same thing that when we when we just played me, Dante, and uh, Trevor earlier this year had a bonus cast where we played uh, Sh- Shadows of the Colossus. Uh huh. And like, that's a better version of this game. Like, I just want to fight the bosses. I don't want to do anything else. Like, the other stuff mm. is so boring and bad in this game. It's mm. so bad. Like, I don't want to fight the Goma. Like, I don't like the vehicle sequences or whatever you want to call it when he's running on foot and you just hold the X button or when he's flying through the air. All that mm. stuff is garbage in this game. And I was playing on hard, so that maybe skews my percept- uh, perception of it because, like, I'm getting hit for more damage and I have to, like, deal more damage in order to end the sequence or whatever. But, like, it just wasn't fun. At all. <laughs> so the way I played this game was that any level that I had already gotten S rank, um, like on the normal difficulty, I just played it on easy just so I could get a gist of the story and take notes for this episode. Mm-hmm. But maybe because it's on easy, all of the stuff that you were complaining about was very trivial. Um, yeah, in easy mode, like mm-hmm. like I just went straight to the boss on on all the levels. Yeah, and like I guess maybe it's 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 on me because I'm like I'm playing a game that is predominantly quick time events, and the parts where it's not quick time events, it's like oh like I got to deal with this longer because they take more damage, I take more damage, and all that, and like the the game obviously is not built for the combat. It's like, visually, it is, but not, like, actually gameplay. But, man, like, it just I would even argue visually sometimes, because that frame rate be dropping hard, boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, I I don't know, like, I I just, I remember, like, I mean, even, like, if I'm being for real, even, like, the moments in this game, like, I remember, like, when I first played this game, and just, like, man, remember this part, or remember this part, and remember this part, and it didn't, for me, honestly, it didn't hit the same. It was, like... Man, why was I even like this? This part was cool, but like this other stuff was like, eh, like it wasn't as cool as I thought. I remember it being, I guess. Like, 
I, I don't know. Like it, it, the game for me personally, and maybe I just build up too much of a uh, expectation going back into this game. But it, it just wasn't as like epic, I guess I would say, as I remember this game being. Mm-hmm. Um, I could kind of see your point about the you don't want to do the stuff outside of the fights, like. Yeah, I mean, the the combat itself is, like, the weak point. Like, most of what you're just there for is just the fight scenes and the quick time events. But uh, I think with... I mean, I played on normal, but it, like, it was a little annoying. Like, maybe there was a couple fights here and there, but, like, I kind of still felt like the the presentation of everything was still good enough that, like, I still enjoyed to, you know, like, just to, like, trudge through that stuff just to get to that. Yeah, I, I think maybe it's just like certain, like like when you fought that giant turtle, uh, how many other times you fought, and like you yeah. know, you're fighting the same enemies too, and it's just like I got to do this, 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 build up my bar, let me bu- burst, let me keep hitting them. Okay, now I got to rebuild this bar back up, and like oh he's half health, and it's like ugh, like I I bet like the on hard, I'm, I'm assuming like. They probably take twice as much damage or something like that as they did on the normal. So it just everything dragged out, and like especially if I died or something like that, because I'm getting hit for like a grip of damage, and it's just like oh I got to do this fight over again or like the um a lot of the the vehicle or not vehicle but you know what I'm saying like those yeah like the, the, the rail sequences or yeah whatever. the on rail stuff like yeah. it was it was. Um, I, I sometimes didn't feel like I had enough time to lock on, do the auto lock thing on everything before I was getting shot at. So it was like, like no matter what, if there was any type of um, boss or encounter where it took more, um, like, I, I don't know, like, say, for example, you could only lock on to eight targets at once. And if there was more than eight things coming at me, I was going to get hit that second time because I wasn't going to be able to highlight everything, shoot and then be able to highlight the other things and shoot before I got hit. And it seemed like every time in those in those situations I was taking damage. And I don't know. It just, this game, like, I, I was going in thinking, like, all these fights are going to be super cool. And then I'm, like, taking notes. And I'm like, yo, this boss fight was kind of whack. Like, nothing really happened. Or this boss was kind of whack. Nothing happened. And it wasn't until we got to, like, Aegis or August or whatever when I was like, okay, I remember this being cool. And this actually delivered on being cool. Personally, you know, like, and it's just like, damn, like, mm-hmm. I it, it just didn't hit the same, and <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's because I started watching anime or something, but it's just not the same. <laughs> nah, I definitely agree with that. Um, when I was uh, when I first saw Sewer, I, I was still in high school, right? So, uh, obviously, what I was seventeen then, and to like twenty six year old me now is like. I have two different tastes. Like, uh, like obviously, I've matured in, in, in some sense to where, like, the some of the stuff in the Sura just doesn't hit the same, right? And again, keep in mind, I've played the Sura, like, four times, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's, like, the the August fight, the Wizen fight, the the moment where you crush Carlo, which I still like. Like, all that, like, I, 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 I kind of went in already knowing what's about to happen, but it, but it still kind of rang with me. I... I the parts in between, like, getting to those fights, I didn't mind as much because I knew what was coming, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, I'm going in knowing that I'm going to have the little Galaga fight here, Galaga fight there, but but it does feel padded, right? It does feel unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes they make you do the same thing twice. Like, like some fights may require two bursts when really this whole thing could have been summed up 
with the first burst. Yeah, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, this, you know, like, oh, right. this is a lot of enemies, and oh, I, I took them out, and now let me get to the actual right. part of the fight that I want to see. But it still delivered on those parts that still rang with me. Like, when you're fighting with uh, Yasha, that part still uh, still hit me pretty hard, and um, and, and fighting with August still, still hit me pretty hard. And, and, and even in the end, I, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the last boss, the last boss's name, but but that whole interaction and, and, and seeing how Asura felt for his daughter, you know, all that still rang true. While we still have, like, the, the, the BS padding in between, I, I feel like it still hit where it needed to hit at, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and just to kind of add to that, this game, because of the style of it is so much like anime, it actually reminds me of whenever I re- rewatch an anime series. Um, like, I know what's going to happen. I know where the, the filler is going to be. There's always going to be filler. Mm-hmm. But you kind of, like, when you rewatch it, you rewatch it for those big moments. Like, you know, the moment when Asura uh, crushed Kaoru in that ship. And, I mean, just yeah. the... I, I think this this game takes a lot from its interactivity because it wouldn't be the same if you were just watching him crush that ship. But when you're mashing that B button... And you're yeah, crushing dude. the ship with him in it. I mean that that just kind of adds to the the memory of it of that moment in the game. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just kind of like I, I see what you're saying about like all the the minion enemies, all the ads. Yeah. Um. But like I don't know. I guess because I wasn't playing on hard, so those enemies barely had any health. And whenever I attack attacked like the larger enemies those smaller enemies would get hit in the crossfire and just die. Yeah. And so yeah. I could just kind of move through it. Um, like, go ahead. But yeah, I was mainly playing just so I could get to those moments that I remembered in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's kind Fair of enough. what, you know, held it together for me um, was, was knowing that this was coming up and yeah. Like, um, just kind of aside, just adding into that padding, um, I didn't notice it before, but um, when I was researching the game and, and find out that, you know, of course, CyberConnect's name is all across the the game, like, like, all the way through it. It didn't really hit me up until this playthrough to realize that I'm playing, like, a Naruto game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like when they throw you in the arena and you're just tracking and you're just throwing, you know, you, you're just shooting at them from afar. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just throwing kunai, right? And I'm just going to uh, auto-zoom to this character. I don't know if y'all played like the Ultimate Ninja Storm Storm games. Not in a but while, it, it, but it kind of it, it kind of has the same flow, right? It's like you throw, you you try to catch a stagger, and then you dash in on them, and then you just mash, right? And and then like you get to a point that you do your super move, but uh, but but that kind of added to the experience like like negatively because I'm like, oh shit, something that I thought was super unique is really just an X copy from a game that I really don't <laughs> enjoy as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, which is kind of funny. I just I hate those like all those like anime games like the uh, Naruto ones. They all and, feel like, like that. Like I I hate them. Like I I never had any interest. <laughs> in, but I I dig this game, and it, I think most of the reason why I dig the game is just kind of the presentation of it. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it it feels like an anime. You know, it has like the little mid episode cut and all that, right? Like the way the music kicks in and everything. Like it it really does feel like an anime. Yeah, that that was one of the things that I will say. Like, I guess one of the things that I don't remember much was the story of the game the first time I played it. 
and like that stood out a little bit more for me just because I was maybe I was like oh I have something I can watch and like kind of pay attention to or whatever but like some of the story like presentation stuff was was cool um and I did I I especially like the having watched anime now and they're kind of like giving you the throw ahead to like this is going to be the next episode and Mm -hmm. like kind of being able to see and then even um at the very end they show like you know when when you're in between i guess the interlude between uh episodes and they have like the uh uh uh, illustrations with the with the captions uh the closed captions so you can kind of read like an interaction that's going on and it kind of gives you some context to stuff that was happening outside of what you were seeing so, like, sometimes in an episode, it would say, like, 500, you know, like, you see something happen, then it fades to white, and then it's, like, 500 years later, oh, and <laughs> whatever, and then you're, like, seeing something, you're playing that section, and then, like, they, they use the interludes as an opportunity to kind of show, like, what you missed in that 500 years or something, which I, I, I did, I really did, did dig that part of this game, like, the, the way they presented the story. I don't right. necessarily, uh, I, the story is cool and it's like very anime and like delivered and like i would i would argue that um it's maybe not as good as some people would say it is hey yo chill out (laughs) no i mean like i guess i guess i I guess for me there like a lot of the interactions that they have like and it's because we're only seeing a snippet of this game but like Mm -hmm. i don't really seeing azura and yasha's relationship i don't really like I don't I don't see the the friendliness or whatever or like I don't see why they care for each other the way they do. It's just kind of like you're supposed to infer that or like Olga and August or no Olga and Deus. It's like mm. the only time you see them interact he like chokes her like force chokes her throws her across the room, but I'm supposed to feel like they have some type of relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I I guess, I guess that's what I mean is like there's a lot that they're not showing. That like it, they're they're asking me to do a lot of the mental like oh I, I have to trust that what they're saying is actually a right. thing when they're not actually presenting it like in a way that it's believable to me. I agree with that. Um, I, I kind of felt the same way um, with Asura's and Myth and 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 his family's relationship. Durga, yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> my bad, Durag, yeah. So <laughs> so, so like. When you see them all together, that's after he's like done fighting the Goma and Yasha's like, Look, he's so he's so weird with the kid and he's like, I don't know how to hold this thing here and it's yeah. like, Okay, so uh, he is a he is a good dad? What? <laughs> but but that whole good dad part flushes out throughout the story, right? Like yeah, by the yeah. end by the end you see that the thing that was bringing him back was his love for his family, right? But um but yeah, I I guess just like with anime, right? It's a blessing and a curse because I feel like Asura and Yasha kind of filled that trope, right? Like of uh, of a Naruto and Sasuke, mm-hmm. or a um, or a uh, I don't know, like a, a Ichigo mm-hmm. and whoever the Ichigo Vegeta. rival is, right? Like a Yusuke and Korobara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you kind of slide them into that, right? But but I do agree that the story doesn't do enough to fill that in for you, right? You kind of like, okay, it looks like these guys are like brothers in arms, right? To to an extent and um and I don't know if it's from DLC, but um I want to say Deus took Yasha up under his wing. Yeah, yeah. And August took 
uh, Asura up under his wing, so they were always rivals in in that sense, right? So yeah, yeah, and it, and it was kind of like it was sly because like they don't even like when you first meet Yasha, you don't even know they're like uh, family, right, right? And you know he's just like he fights you, and then I think doesn't Yasha like karate? He beats you, karate chops you, and then you're in lava. Yeah, and then it's like afterwards you're like, oh, that's his brother-in-law. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yo, know, like, how are these dudes? Like, what is their relationship? Then you find out in that DLC, like you said, that they were trained underneath two different generals and they were rivals. And then it right. wasn't until the the DLC, um, uh, I think, right before, I think it was like episode twenty three or uh, sorry, um, twenty or twenty one, mm-hmm. where like this the flash you do you fight him. There's a flashback fight, and it's basically like you're like three fights against Yasha, and at mm-hmm. the end it's like, oh, we're, we're brothers, and and then Yasha like dies or whatever, you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like that's really all the story. They jam all your relationship with that character in DLC, and like it's like, oh, this is where it is. Like you don't see it in the main game because it's like, why am I running around with this dude that wants I think to beat a, me up? I think a part of that too is just. They don't do enough to stress exactly how old these characters are. Like nope. they do, they mention it several times, but these characters are supposed to be like centuries old. So uh, more like, than that, because I think Oswald yeah. was on Gaia for twelve thousand years or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you know their relationship developed over you know thousands of of years. Yeah. And so that that would kind of be a stretch for them to you know to have to keep going back like oh well when they were young and then you think well how young were they you know <laughs> they can't really show them as teenagers they show um Mithra as a baby and then all of a sudden she's a teenager but um you know they don't really show like age progression with the demigods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so like it, and and kind of some of these things with these stories right I, I feel like some of it doesn't need to be explained I don't know how much of a development between Yasha and Asura would have added to that story. Sure, sure. You but know I, it, just, like, it was just like they tried to, they, to me, it was like, yo, episode 21, it's supposed to be the big, bad, sad conclusion yeah. between these two characters. And I'm like, eh, I'm not really invested, though. And, and that was the thing. It was just like, yeah. I, I get like this moment is supposed to be weighty because this guy has been helping me out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm having to do all the the work in order to make that thing like. Understood. In order to believe what they're presenting to me, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be sad because Yasha d- sacrificed or took out whatever component out of his chest and gave it to Azura. But it's like, I don't really believe, like, the character that I've been yeah. seeing wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, like, the game is definitely assuming that you bought into the world and, and, and you're loving what's going on right now. You mm-hmm. know? Instead of just saying, like, okay, maybe the, 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 the player isn't totally bought into this world, and maybe we need to show them more elements of it, but, you know. <laughs> We're going to show them fighting more, because we that's what we do. <laughs> and, and what's also interesting with these characters, too, is usually when they take these types of references, like this game pulls from Hindu and Buddhism, but, like, when we see uh, games that feature, um, like, uh, mythology, um, like Greek mythology, um you know, we already know those characters and like, you can kind of equate some of their relationships with these characters. They're more so like they're, you know, based on those religions, but they're not based on any particular characters or gods that have relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and don't like, like I said, it's not like, 
it didn't make or break or whatever, but it's just something that like kind of stood out to me is like, like you know, watching Azura interact with you know Mithra and Durga or whatever, and seeing that, seeing how he reacted when the Emperor was got, and like you know, even seeing how he interacted with that girl on Gaia. It was just like more believable, even though he's like this big bad angry demigod. It had been more believable seeing him give Yasha his heart than the other way around, because it's like right. I don't know anything about Yasha. He just like, as as far as I can tell, he's vain because he always wears a mask, um, <laughs> and like, and that's really oh, he's related to Durga, and he fights he, he fights Azra all the time. But then I'm supposed to see like he gets, oh, I guess like we're seeing him have this change of heart. That he's, you know, like, oh, like, I'm actually on the bad guy side and I need to do right and everything. And, oh, maybe Azra isn't a bad guy after all. But, like, I, I don't know. It's just... See, now that's something that I noticed uh, this go-round that, that kind of annoyed me was the fact that Yasha found out after X amount of centuries that, yeah. <laughs> that maybe this plan isn't going to flesh out too well. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like... Um, because coming back into the game before I, before I played and watched it again, I was like, why was Asura pissed off at the demigods again? I didn't know why until I saw uh, the demigods just like straight up kill the uh, the uh, the civilians. Yeah, like they, and, and I was like, like oh, yeah. Well, obviously they're killing so they could build up their uh, kaiju beam, right? So I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> cool, whatever. And then and then old dude was like, yeah, I'm gonna just do it because I like doing it, smush, you know. So, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, now I kind of get it. But but for Yasha to sit there and be like, wait a second, you what? This What's is going wrong. on? And I'm like, Doug, you're supposed to be the smarter of the two, and you're sitting here just like at at Deus Ex's uh, side, not even like noticing any of this stuff, and and I'm supposed to assume that you're the wiser one of the two, like the. Make it yeah, make sense, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I actually had a note, like, it, it was somewhere in the second act where it almost seems like Yasha is just completely oblivious to why Osra is so mad. Like, like they, they took <laughs> yeah. his daughter. Like, he just wants his daughter back. And, and like, Yasha's bro. just kind of like, why are you doing this? Why are you turning against us? Yeah! Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he definitely came down there to whoop his ass, and, and he was just like, I don't know why you're coming back, dude. I'm like, ah, dude, come on, man, come on. <laughs> and I forgot uh, Buddy's name, but um, dude with the long hair who actually killed uh, Durag, Sergey. Sergey. Sergey, yeah. And I'm like, man, for you to be as crafty as you are, you didn't know Sergey was a maniac. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you spent all this time next to this guy, and you just now noticed that he could have possibly had something to do with uh, Asura being banished. I'm like, I, I, you know. Yasha, yeah, I like, love you, but, but come on, dog. <laughs> yeah, there was something about Yasha, because it's like, okay, like, we can say that, like, I guess, were, were they telling Yasha, like, oh, I don't know, Azra went mad, he killed the Emperor, he killed his wife, <laughs> and, and we're, we're gonna put, you know, uh, Mithra in some ball just to keep her safe from him, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> are you supposed to believe, like, he did, at no point did he not talk to his his uh, uh, niece and kind of, you know, hey, so what's up with your dad? Like, uh, why did he snap? <laughs> At no point he asked, did he ask her? At no point. Which which kind of made, and this is me, the player, crafting the story for the game, right? Which is why I felt like he felt so compelled to help Asura because he couldn't, cause, because he was so blind, right? And, and I'm going to get real uh, hammy here. That's probably why he had the mask on the entire time because he really couldn't see. 
You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> he didn't want to see. <laughs> so, so when the mask finally came off, that's when he started helping Asura more. You, you know what I'm saying? And he actually saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's when uh, he he started bringing all of it together. And I think that's why he ended up sacrificing himself because he realized that I'm actually part of the problem, and and Asura is that is the solution. Oh, so let yeah. me go ahead and take myself out of the. Uh, out of the equation altogether because I've done enough damage, you know. And that, yeah. and that's probably a part of his mantra too because his his mantra is melancholy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was another thing where they they so you know you start off with the eight guardian generals and it becomes the seven deities and at one point I think it's in the DLC mm-hmm. they like finally named the mantras. Yeah. So it was like you didn't even get it in the main game. I think it was like that chapter. Yeah, it was uh, the episode eleven and a half. That's so trash, man. And so, like <laughs> I said, the eight mantras are pride, greed, lust, sloth, vanity, violence, melancholy, melancholy, and wrath. And so, like we obviously knew Azu was wrath, and we knew um, uh, vanity. We knew Sergey was vanity, and then they said in the DLC that uh, uh, Deus was pride. But it was like, okay, who are the other people? And like, like I, you know, like they didn't even say, and it wasn't until later on, I think it was in the DLC that they called it out. Because I think at some point people were like, I mean, you said it came out two seasons later, so they were probably like, all these, all these people on the internet are just trying to, you know, figure out what this thing is. And we realized we didn't say it in the game. We might as well, <laughs> hey, when we wrap it up, when we wrap this game up and do this true, true ending, we might as well go ahead and put out there what they actually are. Which is so. kind of wild, right? <laughs> I, I feel like this game did the same thing that Destiny did, right? Is where they crafted a, is where they crafted a universe before they actually made a story. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I think I remember reading that it's like the guy was so fixated on like, okay, we need to make this like nice, like, like so. So he said that they crafted the world before they actually had a script. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So with that, now you have aesthetics wrath. Wrath. Okay, I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> <laughs> but but now you have all these aesthetic heavy things with no context behind them. Mm-hmm. And, and and with that you have things like oh yeah Yasha was also melancholy yeah you know you remember that like no <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly, exactly you know what I'm saying like I think I remember um, when I first bought the game I bought the collector's edition right and it came like a little art book and I remember seeing that in the art book but I gotta have the art book to, to, to see that I can't just be a guy who just picks up the game and, and I get that context you know what I'm saying so yeah I feel like the game definitely drops the ball in in, in that sense but you know it's just what's, a fun ride, man. What's weird too is that they wouldn't add that um, to show like a connection to the Hindu or Buddhism, right? Um, because just knowing that the game is called Osra's Wrath, a lot of people might take that and and equate each of those to like the seven deadly sins, even mm-hmm. though there's there's eight of them. Yeah, they have wrath and violence. I'm like, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> I was trying to figure that out, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Man. I, I, yeah, like a lot of when I found that out, I was like, okay, who is who? And they gave me three, and I'm like, I guess Sloth is the fat dude. I guess. <laughs> I guess Greed is the the lady. I don't you know, like. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> None of it matters, and, and 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 I think that's the worst part about all of this uh, to, to me. Like, well, keep in mind, right? A sewer fanboy over here, but but I can definitely talk about my my phase flaws, right? Like it felt like none of that mattered towards the end. Um, is it okay if I talk about the ending? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. is there anything is there anything else that like 
I, I guess we are mostly talking around this game, but like, I mean, sure, we can talk about the ending, and then we can talk about the game. I guess. Okay, so like, um, even with all of this being done, like you know, the storing of mantra, the wasting of mantra, uh, demigods, semigods, uh, whatever. At the end, it was just the golden spider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it felt like all of that didn't even matter towards the end because. Asura blasted through all of it, and the true thing at the end didn't ha- had nothing to do with any of this context. You know what I'm saying? I I I really felt like having the big bad be something that's totally removed from everything. It, it kind of felt like it was cheating almost, you know? Because you have this guy Asura who who went through all of this stuff with these seven deities, and then when you beat them, and then you beat the big uh the big bad Goma, and then it's like okay, yeah, none of that mattered anyway because the Golden Spider had a plan anyway. Yeah, yeah, because it's almost like he was getting revenge for what these deities did to his family. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, at the end, it was like, oh, was was the spider really pulling the strings all along? Or, like, was it, like, did he set these people up in order to play? And it just just seemed like a cheap... Honestly, it it literally did make the DLC seem like kind of like a cash grab. Because I'm like... If, if I hadn't played the, like, thinking about it, I'm like, if I didn't get the, uh, that last part DLC, mm-hmm. and I had just played through the game, fought Deus, fought the Vlithra or whatever, and then did that true ending, and saw that it was the spider, if I wasn't feeling this game, I would not have bought the DLC. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. like, I already had it before I played the game. Because I had heard word of mouth about the game, so I was like, I'm gonna just go ahead and get everything. But like, if I had like, kind of like you said when you were like trying to dissuade for people from picking it up right away and saying like you need to hold off. Like, if I like had played the game and I was like, eh, like I, you know, the game is fun, but the story I'm not feeling. And then I'm like, oh wait, the the spider was the bad guy all along. I'd be like, you know what, I'm good. That's all I need to see. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch the anime on YouTube. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, I, I did want to ask, uh, I guess in regards to the ending, um, if there wasn't a true ending, I mean, would you be satisfied with how the game ended? Or do you think that that true ending really, like, fleshed it out and, like, kind of gave you a better experience? Bro, you know what? Um, to, to keep it a buck fifty, when when I bought this game the first time and I thought I was done, if you, if, if, if I didn't have the true ending, I would have been satisfied. But when the spider came in, it was like, you know, I was just like, oh, dude, what? Like, like how much further can I go, right? Because because it, it, it's kind of like the, the way that the universe was created. It's like the deities are, are the tippy top, and that's and, and that's it, right? Right. But, but yeah, like uh, Mark said, it, it feels like a cash grab. Like, keep, keep in mind, I still love the, the, the Golden Spider ending, but I feel like even without that, I, I, I think the, 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 the gist of the story um would have been fine now with that being said i think the the golden spider stuff definitely comes full circle for asura you know what i'm saying i i, I yeah. think i think it completes his entire arc you know what i'm saying but um but yeah i i'm kind of half and half while i do enjoy it, and, and i think it increases the story on asura's behalf but as far as the universe i think it does a, a disservice how do you feel about that trevor so when I originally played this game, I didn't have the DLC. I actually didn't play the DLC until this playthrough for the podcast. 
none of the DLC, not even the the eleven. Well, and I, half. I played eleven and a half and fifteen and a half. Okay. Um, but I didn't play the true ending, so I was honestly satisfied with the way it ended, and um, you know, I was none the wiser <laughs> that you know there was a true ending out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and maybe it came out after I had already finished the the main game, but um. But yeah, I I didn't even think anything of it, and it wasn't until I got to the final episode, um, episode uh, uh, chapter, uh, what was it, 18? Yeah, um, well, there's two chapter 18, right? <clears throat> right. And it wasn't until the end where I was just, like, it was even before they did, like, the, the little bridge for the DLC, but it wasn't until then where I was just like, oh, yeah, there's still one more of the seven deities still alive, and that was Olga. And I was just like, so she she must have a um, significant role in the DLC. And then as soon as it started, you know, sure enough, Olga came out. And then it just kind of completely um, subverted my expectations. And I was just like, wait, is is he really the, the villain? And he's, <laughs> hmm. I don't know, it just, I I was a little disappointed in it because when I was looking online, there was just so much hype about the DLC, like the true ending, and everybody was saying, "Oh yeah, you, if you play the game, you have to play the the true ending." And um, it wasn't as great to me as uh, I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad I played it. But I I could have lived without it. It's still one of my favorite games without that DLC. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of like I'm I'm with you where like it, it was like. I do feel like there is some story stuff that happens and like kind of what I was saying before about like needing to like use my imagination to kind of see some of these relationship stuff like being able to see like Yasha and uh, Azra at least like have like their to their bonding moment so I can kind of quote unquote care about the character a little bit more and just see their relationship that was cool to see um, but like that that part was really the only part that I felt like was really needed, um, honestly, like, because I, I mean, like, the it, it's it, it it adds four acts or four uh, episodes, and then it's like episode nineteen is the reveal of the big bad, uh, episode twenty you fight the Goma as Yasha, episode twenty one is Yasha versus Azura, and then episode twenty two is the last the the boss fight. So it's like really like. They added another chapter that I like, I of content that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. They add the fight with against Yasha, and then it's like the big bad boss fight, and it's just like, yo, why why couldn't why couldn't this have just been in the main game? Like, why did I have to pay for this? Right. Versus like the other, I mean, I, I feel like the thing I do appreciate, not that they really added anything, but the little half episodes, um, they uh, were like there was obviously work put into those because those were animated and created and like looked a completely different way than the main game and so like you can like in my mind i can justify like oh i'm paying for this and i'm getting an entirely different experience and it's like also uh, i think in both of those since they were half half episodes they were showing you something that was going on outside of the uh are in parallel to the main part of the game that you're playing where this was like, oh, this is happens after the ending of the game, but it's not really like some of it is like super prominent to like 
the story of the game, and I feel like you're getting an incomplete story. I, 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 I'm assuming that's why people suggest picking up the DLC. Is like if you like the story, then you need to see the story all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. But gameplay wise, I don't necessarily think that it's worth picking up if 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 you're not really feeling the gameplay. I guess. Understood. Which is really weird to say because, like, a game like this, you're like, oh, like, obviously you should be in it for the gameplay, but it's like the story part that is like the. So yeah, uh, and then the other DLC which you guys didn't play, um, we might as well. You want to talk about that, Reed? Oh yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, this. man. But uh, keep in mind, it's been a while since I played it, but I definitely uh, went there with it. Um, should I go ahead and start? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, correct me if I'm wrong. So, so I know you fight Ryu, Ryu, Akuma, and Oni, right? Yes. Okay, so um, it feel. It, I remember playing it, and I'm like, this is super ham-fisted. Like, you had to force this in here. You, you know what I'm saying? While I thought the the aesthetic of it was cute, like, like when you're fighting Ryu, you have two different life bars. You, you know what I'm saying? And then you gotta... It's, it's basically the same thing, just on the TV... I, I said TV, uh, 2D uh, plane. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and... And I felt like I was just button mashing it, and, and coming from fighting games, and 3 Fighter 4 being, like, one of my main fighting games... I'm like, okay, I, I would never do this. Why? <laughs> why am I jumping in on Ryu? Why, why am I just <laughs> like, why am I just mashing A on Ryu? Like, like I, I don't like any of this. But it, it felt like something that it it, it felt like a, a, a placebo rather than any real gameplay for me. Did not enjoy it. Um, I I I, I like the uh, Akuma fight a lot more because that one felt a, a, a little. It felt like it had a little bit more to it. Like like the end, it was just uh, what Akuma and Asura like like going at each other, you know. So it seemed like they fought forever, but which kind of fit in that universe a little bit. Mm-hmm. But 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 everything else, I'm like, why am I fighting Ryu on the moon, dude? Like this doesn't make any sense to me. But <laughs> yeah. so so, have you either of you guys seen what the fight looks like? Uh, I've only seen screenshots. I haven't seen it in motion. Okay, so, like, it literally, like, Trevor, you were talking about playing fighting games, so, like, Osra makes you feel like you're, like, a fighting game. This puts you back into, like, scrub mode. And it's, like, super, it's, like, I didn't realize this. Um, I think, like, in order to unlock the actual fight, you have to complete all those missions, I think, Ree. No, I just bought it. Wait, 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 wait. So you could you could just do the no mission part from the jump? I want to say I just bought what. Well, well, keep in mind, it, it's, it's been a while, but I could have sworn like I had to buy this, and then I was just able to play it. Okay, because like for I'm not me, sure about the prerequisites. For me, I, from what I remember, um, I thought you had to do the missions, and then after, like, because there was like five, like each of these fights had five prerequisites before okay. you could get into the main. I, I, that's what I thought, but maybe I'm I'm tripping. Maybe you could uh, go in from the jump, but it was things like. Beat Ryu with under uh, 40% of your life. Beat Ryu. Uh, get a perfect on Ryu. Uh, kill oh, Ryu. really? Yeah. Uh, defeat Ryu with a special attack. Um, and, and those are like some of the prerequisites. Get a 10-hit combo on Ryu. Um, and like, and like I, if I remember correctly, maybe, maybe I'm not like... You had to do those in order be, before you could do the no mission where you would fight Ryu. He would like... You'd get the... You fight them in one round too, yeah. And then it says like they get to continue, and then you see Ryu like breathing hard. He hits yes. You fight him again. You hit him with your burst, and then that starts the actual like 
fighting in not 2D, but in like the 3D. And I think you end up like uppercutting uh, Ryu to the moon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so you take him to the moon and then you fight him on the he, he Like he's so mad, he becomes evil Ryu on the moon and then you fight evil Ryu and, and that's where you fight him. The thing I do appreciate is they brought the ultras from yeah. Street Fighter. And so like I... I don't like Street Fighter Five that much. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It's 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 like it's not for me. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say it's a bad game or whatever. It's just it just wasn't my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. When I got hit with the Oni Ultra, I was like, I forgot how beautiful this Ultra. Was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh my god, man, Street Fighter, and it just got so so nostalgic for Street Fighter Four. Like I couldn't explain it. Like seeing Re, like it's like the combos that they do, the, the quote unquote combos. Like Evil Ryu does his little like raise his foot over his head, like a little step kick combo. Right. They have focus attacks and it, like everything, and like seeing that in a three D atmosphere and like having to avoid that and everything. Like it was like it was really cool. And then getting hit by the ultra, like it was really cool just to watch the animation and just be like, man, like. Remember Street Fighter Four, <laughs> and like yeah, so it was it was really cool, and like I don't think it was like the the, the fights, the the second parts when you're fighting uh, Evil Ryu and Oni was really cool, but the fights, the two D fights when you're fighting in the Street Fighter Four way, it, it's right. it's fine. Um, but yeah, and I would get super salty because I would get hit with stuff that is like they wouldn't do in the game, and it's just like this man just did. With ultra, or he did like a uh, uh, with ultra in a focus attack or something like that. I was like, I clearly punished that. Like, I I clearly punished that. But then you know, Azra doesn't have any range or whatever. Maybe my maybe my uh, my jab is like six frames right. or something like that. So yeah, um, I don't know. I I do like it, but I think like I'm like, who is it? Like, if you didn't play Street Fighter Four, who is this for? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like th- right. this was straight up for people that play Street Fighter Four. Like, don't get me wrong. Like the 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 fight on the 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 fight in Azra Rats game mode is fun mm-hmm. or cool, but the actual Street Fighter parts is just kind of like, man, they really dress this up for us nerds, us the FGC nerds. I definitely felt like I shouldn't have been paying for it though, you know. Sure, definitely, definitely. And and, and that just kind of goes back into the downfall of this game. Like this would have been really really dope. If it was like an Easter egg, right? But if you had to find it, yeah, right. Yeah. But but since I but since you already told me what I'm getting and the and the surprise is ruined, I know what I'm getting and I have to pay for it. Like man, I could have definitely lived without this because this isn't like like while this is a very cute experience, this isn't necessary to the game at all. And if anything, it kind of betrays the the mood I felt like they set for the game. Like 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 things are just so astronomically big. You know what I'm saying? Then I go back to fighting the shoeless warrior. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if um, they uh, like did this as a stopgap, or maybe they planned on releasing the true ending DLC sooner, but they couldn't. So like, quick, let's just throw this together oh, and shit. put this out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't put it past them, especially as like we already got the assets. <laughs> we just all we gotta do is release it. Absolutely. <laughs> God bless me. Yeah, but like, and, and while I sound like I'm, I'm being kind of heavy on the game, like, it's really cool that they put it in there. I, I do like when uh, companies use their IPs in very fun ways and they're not as serious. But it's like, man, f- figure out what you want a sewer to be real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
is this a big uh dramatic action game or is it like jokey campy fun you, you know what i'm saying yeah. but and then like really this became like Capcom's greatest sin was not putting Ezra in a Marvel vs. Capcom game. Yeah, that was going to be my question. He, like, did they ever do built, that crossover? He is built for a versus game. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, you have the install super that he can just grow more arms. You right. have like, I mean, we we see him in this two D context where he has a fireball and he has like a charge move and like these like like these things. And it's like, man, like they could have easily put him in a versus game at this point, but they just haven't. And it's like, like I feel like him and I always hear like when it's just the community like always says they should put Gene from God Hand in a versus mm-hmm. game. And like I feel like that is like their their greatest sin is like going back to the well on these same old tired Street Fighter characters. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to put four Street Fighter characters in a Marvel vs. Capcom game. We can just do two. It's fine. Like, you know, and then, like, right. use some of these other characters that you guys have built these games for that people do enjoy and want to see. But, yeah, I don't know. So, I'm watching the gameplay from the Lost Episode 1, and it it did something that I really appreciate. When they go to the moon... It looks exactly like it did when after um, Asura and August fought. On the yeah, board. yeah, you re- yeah. like, dude, you. And then the it even shows like the sheath from August's sword on the moon too. Yes, yes, like they literally reuse all the like <laughs> they use like you know like the same uh, uh, models from Street Fighter Four. They use the same like intro screens, the versus screens. They use the same animation, like uh, as far as the HUD from Street Fighter Four, and then when you fight in Ozra's world, you're literally revisiting an environment that you like, <laughs> like Capcom reuse re- recycles like a mug. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, is there is there anything game game wise we should we talk about the other two DLCs? I guess while we're at it. Um. Maybe the story? Have we kind of touched on that? Yeah, we can talk about the story too, sure. Yeah. Might as well. Might as well. Um, should I kick it off or? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man. So, um, so, uh, uh, Asura's Wrath, uh, I feel is a story about, um, man, what is Asura's Wrath about? Jeez Louise, dude. Because I want to say it's just like, get mad, but, um, but, but it almost feels like a story about redemption, you know? So you you have Asura who's a who's a uh, young uh, deity who who's uh, who just had a a daughter who was the now the uh, perfect vessel to hold all the mantra right like she's a priestess but I'm not really sure what she does I, I guess she collects the mantra or puts the mantra somewhere which makes me think like what would y'all doing with the mantra before but that's neither here nor there but um but the seven deities kidnap his uh, daughter. And uh, kill his wife and kill him. So then it turns into a story of just straight redemption because Asura's wrath, <laughs> no pun intended, is is so strong that he climbs out of hell to come back and uh, to save his daughter. But then he comes back and the entire world is super different from from what it was when he w- was first killed. And now he's trying to make his way back to uh, to. Um, what do they call the uh So like the, so the planet they banish him to Gaia. Yeah. Which is basically Earth. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like I, I actually I had a I have a couple of different questions uh, right. for you guys that maybe I can kind of this would be the opportunity for me to ask him. But like, why is he the only one that can come back from hell? Because his wrath is so strong, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, it, I mean, is that, is that like did they they didn't say in the game? I don't think they right? specified in the game nah, at all. Okay. But that's it's probably just, because of Naraka too. That's true. Yeah. And <laughs> Maracas will that 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 would probably be the um, the DLC answer. <laughs> and I think that's uh, what the end game characters wanted too. Is like how how do you keep coming back? You know, but but I think it's just his his sheer will is the thing that 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 brings him back. Okay, you can keep going. I I, I, I oh yeah yeah. So um so uh. Step by step, he goes and, and basically suns every single deity that that has wronged him, almost on like uh, like Kill Bill, right? Like he goes on a hit to to to, to uh, go and basically get his daughter back and 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 and, uh, and seek his vengeance. But they seek him out first, right? So he runs into Wizen. Uh, he uh, <laughs> that Wizen fight, dude, um, was really cool because it, you know. When they first showed that fight off, it was way different. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Tokyo Game Show trailer for Sora's Wrath, Mm-mm. but that game looked way different from what it is now. That game looked like it had combos, way more blood. Sora was picking stuff up, like he had interactables, he was ripping people in half, all types of stuff, right? But um, but in the Tokyo demo, uh, it was August who called down the big Buddhist finger to uh to uh, kill uh Asura. But mm-hmm. in this game, it was actually Wizen's mantra form where he was coming down to to, uh, to press on him. So, again, Asura being Asura, his wrath willed him to punch the uh, the fist like a thousand times, and it blew um, Wizen, who's now planet-sized. It eviscerated him, and it uh, put uh, Asura in a coma-like state, right? Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was trying, I was trying to think about it. Was, yeah. I remember everything. I don't know about the coma, but I, I think I'm, I believe you're right. Because I want to say Yasha comes right back yeah. down, like like after that fight, and he's like, "Dude, what? <laughs> you're alive?" <laughs> and, and 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 Yasha uh, uh, puts him down for good and sends him back to Naraka. Chops him in half. Yeah, shop, chops him in half, dude. And uh, and then somehow Sura comes right on back. <laughs> but um, but something I, I thought was a funny side is like how all of the. Uh, humans in that universe sound like sim characters yep <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then he runs into this girl who looks just like well asura comes back from hell and um and he meets a girl that looks just like his daughter and this is where i think the most like story bits come in right because um here asura finds out that the world is not better even after they kill him to make the world better right he's he's kind of having like this Okay, you guys killed me, but I come back and things are looking even worse. The Goma is still here, and you guys are still taking souls, and nothing is better. And um, and that's when we run into uh, Carlo, who's another one of the deities, who's one of their strategists. And uh, and and basically, Carlo just kind of drops the ball. He's like, "Look, uh, these guys give, they willingly give their lives up to us. Why not? You know, it's free mantra, and then we're gonna eventually." take care of the uh, the big bad goma so you fighting us is is pretty pointless as a matter of fact it's kind of productive to saving the humans you, you know what i'm saying and then um asura kind of sees like how they're treating the humans versus like the 
killing the human shouldn't be a, a means to an end here because you guys are, are not doing it correctly. And, you know, he, he goes and fights Carlo and, and then he go <laughs> he repeats this process for all the other deities all up until Deus. And uh, and and by this time, Yasha joins his uh, joins his ranks because Yasha notices like, hey, the deities are actually the problem here and I'm part of the problem. So let's go ahead and try to dismantle the, the entire um the entire establishment of the uh, deities, but but kind of going going off into this, how did y'all feel about the general story up until that point, Greg? <laughs> um, I mean, it was, you know, what's the way I don't want to describe this. See, like, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was on an island in the beginning when I'm saying no, the story I, is fine. I, and, and it, I saw what they were doing as far as like the setup. You know, there was a right. bunch of like political, um, like uh, backstabbing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I saw it as. I going through the story now um, because it's fine. because, <laughs> it's because fine. before I was um, before I was like man. I really like this story because you remember August had a big sword and, you know, a story had a bunch of arms. He was jumping around, but kind of just calming down and just kind of taking it like slowly. You, you see that uh, you see that the deities are way more corrupt than the beings that they're actually fighting. Right. And while none of this is said and none of this is communicated, what I kind of got out of that, what, what I kind of got out of that was that Asura noticed that the Goma went while the Goma are uh, an immediate threat, the bigger threat are the deities right because one you killed my wife and took my daughter but also you're wreaking havoc on the humans that we're supposed to protect you you know what i'm saying and and i think that uh that whole theme was lost on me when i first played again because i just kind of felt like he wanted to kill whatever got in his way i thought he was just laser focused on uh his his daughter which he kind of is but i think with that, he um, he kind of checks the box. He he, he kind of checks the boxes on heroism on the way there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, and just just my opinion, I thought the first act of this game was probably the weakest. Mm. You talking about with uh, Wizen? With yeah, with as far as story and gameplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really did feel like it more of an intro and a tutorial to the game. Right. But I don't know, compare it to, especially Act 2, compare it to some of the other acts, it was probably the weaker one, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there's only the, the, I mean, I think the first act, or whatever you want to call it, is just like the exposition. I I think their only standout fight there was the fight against um, uh, Wizen, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was kind of just setting up the stakes and what was happening, and I think things do kind of pick up in the second but I mean, still, it's act. it's six whole episodes. Well, I guess sure, sure. Third and of like, the game. So, like one of the things, one of the things that I saw, and like somebody, I like when we play these games. When we do any game, like I like to look on Metacritic and kind of read the negative stuff that people have to say about a game, regardless of if I like the game or not. And one of the things that I saw that people were saying was like, you know, like I I got this game and. Um, I beat it. Uh, I, I skipped the story parts, and it literally took me a, an hour and thirteen minutes to beat this game. And mm. then somebody said, "Like, man, when I played this mission, this mission said my game time was fifteen minutes, or like whatever." But like, 
I literally only played the game for 58 seconds <laughs> and like th- things like that. And I, and I was thinking about it and I was like, man, like even just you saying that, Trevor, when you're saying like they're, they're like where they're setting this stuff up, but it's like nothing really does happen in the first act. So even though it's like six, six episodes, that doesn't really mean anything for a game like this. Cause like one episode may take two minutes to beat. Another episode may take 12 minutes to beat. Right. So, like, you know, you saying, like, oh, it's six minutes, you know, six episodes. It's kind of hard to, like, gauge that for a game like this because, like, they, they're so drastic and, like, like, you may just, like, one episode may be, oh, you only fight, like, the Goma and a turtle. And then another episode, like, you fight Yasha three times, <laughs> you know? Right, right. right. <laughs> There's definitely a pacing issue with this uh, game, <laughs> but um, but yeah, and, and but that was the, like the general story, and then after that, the uh, um, I guess you call it the the true true ending, right? When you run into the golden spider, the the weird MacGuffin that was, um, throughout the entire story, you've been kind of somewhat like like he, he kind of played played as your Jiminy Cricket. It was this golden spider. And um, and at the end, he reveals himself to be a. Uh, now I, I don't remember what actually he was. Was he like an older god or, or something like that? I think that's what it was. Like he was the like one of the first gods. Okay. And the deities kind of came in and pushed him to the side, and he's pretty salty about it. And um, and what he does, he uses Mithra, who's like the the avatar for all mantra and he becomes this super weird buddhist figure who who is uh you know what this game does a good job of is like um just raising a bar on power level so you don't really know what's what you know because he, here he is uh the golden spider is like this being of all beings god of gods but he's still able to get punched in the face you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes, so yes so so it it it, it, it kind of leaves me uh it, it makes it hard to describe what he is when he just seems like a normal man who's just big now you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. but the golden spider becomes the god of gods and uh sends asura back to uh gaia and and gaia is 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 is, is in ruin so the uh the big sad part here is now that um uh, I'm assuming that Asura's, Asura was killed because his uh, his uh, his transformer core. <laughs> you know, they never explain why they're cyborgs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was actually yeah. that was actually a question I had. It's like, who do you think made these demigods? Because like like I guess for the people listening, Cybertron. Like their aste- their aesthetic is they're like humans with like cyborg parts. So like Azura's arms, he's like Jax. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Mortal Kombat, so like he has like the super ripped body and everything, but his arms are like a shiny like metal. And right. um, I'm trying to think like Wizen, not Wizen, but Calro uh, or whatever Carlo, the older one, he rides on like a two wheeled like scooter around. And, yeah. Like um, Wizen, he has this big metal shield like arm. The like everybody has some type of like mechanical except like, for like Olga, right? She probably does too. We just can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so something, uh, just kind of uh, jumping off your whole metal thing. Um, a, a really nice thing that, that that they have in here is the weird metal creaking. Whenever the characters are moving around, it, it sounds like a big. It sounds like a ship moving slowly. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it, which kind of throws in e- even more confusion. Like, what are these people? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so so Mithra is like she looks like a human, right? She's straight human, and then you have uh, D- Durga, and she's a straight human. But it's like Yasha looks more like Asura, and you don't. They don't explain that, and, and it seems like it's just one of those things that. It it, it 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 is because it is right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and and that's a lot of this game. It's just is because it is. It's, don't ask no questions. Or don't ask no questions. Just just <laughs> buckle up. But um, but yeah, um, the golden spider, which uh, I do not remember the the true name of the golden spider because God bless. I don't bless. know if it has. I don't know if it actually. Yeah, I think that's revealed just the name, the name of it. in the spider form okay, or okay, Naraka. Okay. Well, Naraka is where it, it was like the yeah, Naraka is the, the hell the, the like, ruler the, of Naraka or something like that. The la- yeah, when it when it came out as the 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 god at the end, it was like Chakravatin or something yeah. like that, <laughs> which was actually um, I think the only direct reference to uh, not a character but a, a figure in Indian religion. Really? Yeah, because okay, it, it actually is Google, like the is. the okay. universal ruler. And yeah, the all Indian the references movie. to like the wheel, um, oh. and and that was um, like actual from Buddhism and Hinduism. See, it's kind of hurting my feelings that I, I Google searched this, and I'm seeing more about Asura than the actual actual text <laughs> about it. I think they add an hey. N, like when you when you type the name, they add an N to the name in Asura's Wrath. Uh, yeah, Hinduism made it a hot, a hot name, and Oscar made it a hot song. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, after he, um, I'm gonna call, it, I'm gonna call it Shaka. So after, um, so so after he throws hands with Shaka, then uh, it absorbs uh, Mithra and becomes this superior, superior being, which is it literally looks like an android that has an open chest and the inside is like a red skeleton. But they are now on a plane that doesn't exist in our universe or the game's known universe. They are fighting in like this otherworldly place. But uh, when you get ultra, when you get ultra by Oni, that's where you're fighting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, so you guys are fighting in this white space, and and, and you know, of course, uh, uh, Asura overcomes him. But in the end, um, you find out that the thing that that's been pushing him this far has been his rage, his wrath towards his enemies and now that he has his daughter and now the big bad is defeated he does he no longer has that wrath so he of course turns into mantra and fades away but um but with that story man and and, and the last thing I, I felt really complete at the end right i i, I really felt like asura learned the lesson and, and 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 his rage made sense to get to this point you know i didn't really feel cheated um, I feel like he had a complete, complete circle, right? Like he starts here and then he ends up back here, you know? And, uh, and it, I, I think it made sense for his character, um, for all the things that he did, for all the, for, for all the trials and tribulations that he's, that he's been through that moment when he gave his life for his daughter, it, it, it kind of made sense for the, uh, for the entire journey in, in my opinion. Yeah, I could agree with that, I think. The, I had, um, I'm trying to think, I had something I wanted to add, but I can't think of it now. 
Um, I have some questions though. Do you guys mm-hmm. have, do you have anything else story wise that you guys wanted to talk about or mention? Nah. Oh, I mean, I guess we might as well. Do, do you guys think the other two DLCs are worth it? The the, the half episode DLCs. Are those the animated joints? Yeah, the animated ones. Nah, eh, they're nah. they're like filler. Yeah, I, I I appreciate like it's like oh some work went into this. They actually like it reminded me like I I like DLC where the game or the DLC is like a completely different aesthetic than the main game. It, like when we played um, Enslaved and the Pixie DLC was like a completely like different gameplay than the main game. I really did appreciate that. I feel like there was another game we played where that happened. And like I appreciate it about this, but like story wise, there's nothing really happening. It's it's straight up like animated like um it, it reminded me a lot of the animation from the Castlevania series on Netflix. Mm. And um so it, like it looks really cool, but it, it's strictly gameplay to it's strictly gameplay like uh so it, I won't say it's worth it, but I also it's like a dollar or two, right, for mm-hmm. DLC. So it's not like you're a lot out of pocket if you do get it, but there's there's really not a lot to it. I feel like it's better if you uh, if you haven't beaten the game and you get that DLC, right? Because once you beat the game, you've you've emotionally spent all your time with this game, and then you have to go back and then watch these two filler episodes. I feel like it's not worth it. But yeah, I, I agree with that. But if you're going to the game fresh. Uh, go ahead and buy all the DLC so you can just go ahead and play through this and have it a, a, as a complete package. I feel like the way that, that it was intended to be uh, enjoyed and before Capcom diced it up. One thing I wish <laughs> they did was that like while you're playing through it, it doesn't give you the option to say, hey, do you want to play the the 11.5 or 15.5 after you've completed oh, yeah. 11 and mm-hmm. 15? Because I completely skipped over it, and it wasn't until I finished that act that I realized, oh yeah, I forgot to go back and play the the DLC episode, so I didn't play it on this playthrough. But I wish mm-hmm. they had some yeah. kind of feature like that that didn't just skip over it. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so I was wondering, do you guys think uh, the the spider he built the deities? Huh. I don't know. I think um, I think he was just kind of an outlier. But I'm not sure who built the deities. I almost want to say that they willed themselves into existence. But mm-hmm. um, but nah, I, I'm not really sure how to call that one. And if we're saying like the deities are tens of thousands of years old, because I want to say like I, the two time skips they have in this game that I remember was like 12,000 years later and 500 right. years later. Um, so like, how old do we think the gods are? Um. I think for us, uh, I'm kind of cheating because I looked this up. Apparently, Sura is like uh, 28 or 29. Oh, yeah, it shows like the age that they look. Well, no, not in, well, shit. (laughs) I can't call it in, dude. Because I was going to ask, because my my main question was, how old do we think Mithra is? So, like, we're saying, like, the gods are... um, tens of thousands of years old is she like a couple thousand and like when do you become a, a like a offspring of a, a of a god and you're a baby to like do you age the same rate do they are you know like is this guy is what's his I mean Kauro looks like you know like an 80 year old but then you have <laughs> um Asra and Yasha, Yasha who look a lot younger and yeah they look the same age they literally look the same age from right. when 
Mithra was a young, like pre-Mithra to like now. I mean, Mithra's like, she looked like high school age or maybe maybe she's middle school, like, you know, 12 to 16. Like, I don't know if they tried to do this, but in some of the flashbacks, it looked like Osura had like a little less muscle. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that was meant to make him look younger. Yeah, dude. Because you see like August, like, you know, of course he's older than Osura. He's, I guess he's meant to be like his superior, but you know, he's like super built. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you build a universe before you build that script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do those characters, did, did any of the characters remind you of any characters in other games? Because like, like I'm specifically Capcom, because like, obviously like to me, like Wizen reminded me of Birdie. And uh, then, yeah. um, um, I was going to say that, uh, like these characters made me think of like, is this where they came up with the idea for Nakali? Like, huh. just like him being an angry character, like just having muscles on top of muscles with like the scars and everything. And I, I could was see like, that. Is he like, cause you know, like just something about him just strikes me as like, he may have been like some of the people on this game were like, you know, tasked with creating a new Street Fighter character. It wouldn't be a far, like them coming up with a colleague wouldn't be unbelievable. <laughs> Not at all, man. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Asura and Yasha definitely are, are, are just your yin and yang for all your uh, a- anime protagonists. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. they definitely just feel like ex copy, like uh, Naruto mm-hmm. and Sasuke. You know, um, yeah. For uh, for August, he definitely reminds me of a um, of like a. I don't know if you guys watch Bleach, but uh, he reminds me of a. Uh, uh, God bless, dude. What? Oh, Kenpachi Zaraki, just somebody who's uh super strong, but there that nobody knows why he's that strong. He just is, you know. <laughs> like there's no context to this guy. He's just awesome, and, and and we all just just recognize that, you know. But um, but say that to say this, I feel like the I feel like the entire game feels like uh anime stereotypes, right? It's like you have your super angry guy you're super calm guy you're super uh fat dude <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah like the everybody is a like like everybody is a uh an archetype i, I don't really feel like you have the androgynous the, the character huh I said you have the androgynous character right 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 well right. he was like the vega to me he yeah. was like yeah. oh, this character is just like super vain only really cares about looks but yeah yeah exactly it's just like just checking those boxes yeah, and and that goes back to what I was saying again, man. That's what happens when you make that universe first, man. It's like you just throw these uh, chess pieces in without really developing them, and just like, okay, we just need these things to happen. You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And let's put these characters in this spot for these things to happen. Not necessarily thinking like, oh, will it make sense for this character to do this? Will it make sense for this to happen to this character? Will this character react to this this way? You know, you don't really think about that. You just <laughs> put them in. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like Gary's mod. Dude. You just throw him in the spot and and uh, and you hit record and see what happens. I kind of feel like that was what they were going. Like I don't think they. It was kind of like you're saying. Like obviously they didn't build this with the story in mind. I think they just wanted to make a bunch of cool ass shit. And mm-hmm. it was like, well, you know, fuck it. We'll we'll let them figure it out. We'll, we'll let the uh, you know we'll let the the players decide what they want to make of it. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny we talk about this now because I was watching a video about why arena games suck, like why arena anime games suck, and why they would never be considered like real, really good fighting games. And and, and seeing that they are, um, 
and seeing how this game is made by CyberConnect, I feel like a lot of the uh, it, it, it. I feel like this game suffers from the same thing those arena fighters suffer from, right? It's like these guys just want to make something that makes the fans go ooh and ah, mm-hmm. without really adding any substance. Kind of like Jump Force, the the, the newest, like the I, I, one of the newer biggest bigger uh, arena games. It's like you throw all of the aesthetic in there, you know, so with none of the substance. So I, I feel like this game suffers from the anime uh, fighting game curse of like. All, all looks. I want to get something that's going to make somebody pull it off the uh, shelf and buy it, rather than actually putting time in giving this game substance to, so it can be something that can be remembered for its, uh, remembered as a whole package, rather than like, damn dude, you remember when August like stabbed that dude through a moon? Yeah, man. I also remember when uh, a sword picked up that sword with his mouth. You know, instead of because now we're going back and seeing that okay. The moments are still the moments, but the, everything to get there was just kind of muddy. You yeah, know? yeah. So with that, I want to segue into my question. What was your favorite moment in this game? <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, uh, probably when he's fighting uh, Chaka at the end, and he was like, "Why? Why won't you stay down?" And he and and then like he before he gives him the final punch, he says, uh, "Because you made my daughter cry." <laughs> and I was like, "Yo." <laughs> I like this character's too good, man. Yeah, I actually made a note about that because when it did one of the flashbacks, um, yeah. he he was you know complaining about having to hear uh, Mithra cry all the time. Right. And he, well, you don't know it was a daughter. You just he, he at one point he says like I he, she won't stop crying. And that, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. And then later on he says he, you know it's his daughter, and then that's the payoff when he's at the end he's like. You made my daughter cry. Yeah, he was like, the best I can do is punch the things that make her cry. And yeah, he was, I was like, he can't be a good father, but he can do that. I was like, you know what? He got he, he gets my vote. All right. <laughs> I think another really dope part, because um, they took this from uh, Dragon Ball Z Broly, when he crushed Carlo in that uh, in that escape pod, bro. Um, oh yeah. When Carlo thought he, it, it was ejecto cedo time. <laughs> <laughs> And then you just press B to crush that thing, dude. I was just like, yeah, get him out of here, dude. Get him out of here. Oh, and and, and the first time um, when you fight Wiser and you get the option to make him shut up, I was like, yo, this is okay. I see what you guys are doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah. I think, like, mostly just because it was like a. Uh, um... Like a part where you're like, you know, every time there was a, a quick time event prompt, you're like, oh, like this is gonna be really cool. And so I think my favorite part was when you fist bump Rap Yasha, and then he just disintegrates because he's like that, you know, like he's dead and everything. And yeah. like I really like that part just because it was like, like I feel like that was the payoff that they wanted to have, where it was like we need to have him go in a cool way. Forget about. We'll figure out how to make the relationship make sense later. We just want to make sure there's a fist bump at one point. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I really like that part. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think my favorite part is the uh, the August fight. Yeah. I, don't know, I guess it was just probably the way that he kind of ended that fight with the uh, taking the his sword and uh, cutting him. Well, he had the sword in his teeth basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was kind of one of the coolest sequences, but. I'm trying to think of another one in particular. Um, oh, I like splashing that girl in the pool. I was just about to oh, say yeah. that. <laughs> that whole section was kind of weird. 
<laughs> yeah, that whole arc with August was my favorite part of the game. Like yeah, everything yeah. from the hot springs all up to the the fight. Oh, dude! Um, when I found out that Dez uh, uses nunchucks, yeah, that also blew my mind too. I was like, Oh yeah! yeah. I was like, Yo, this is pretty dope. I love, I love nunchucks, man. Yeah, I yeah. love nunchucks. I was like, Yo, I didn't know y'all. Like, oh, I feel bad that I gotta whoop your ass up, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was another part that I thought was super cool, because I actually had that as a question too, Trevor. I also had so like it going a little bit past. Uh, what is your favorite fight? So, because not everybody's thing was their favorite fight. Did you guys all was August just the fight for y'all, or was there... oh, um, my favorite fight was probably uh, uh, fighting Yasha, because I, because man, I was I when when I, when I first played dude, I was all the way in, so I was like tears coming down my face, dude. I was unconsolable. <laughs> my brother. And then and then when I found out that he uh, that he was already dead and he was just uh, fighting fighting Asura one last time because that's the only way Asura understands, mm-hmm. I was like, man, just go ahead and rip my heart. I don't want to play no more. Dude, get this shit out of my face. I am hurt. But uh, I think that was my favorite fight because uh, the OST is is amazing as well. That because uh, Yasha's theme when it's like a. a when it's like somebody's whistling and then it kicks in oh, the second time. Oh, the cowboy! Yeah, <laughs> man. Think I was... of uh, Phoenix Wright. Uh, there's like a theme in Phoenix Wright that I really liked, and it made me think of that every time I heard it. Yeah, and he I had was... the best theme for sure. I was like, man, this is you. You are tearing me apart right now. This is not good for me. But oh, I, I also wanted to bring up, dude. Did y'all like playing as Yasha more than Asura? Because I did. It was about the same for me, really? just because okay. like I don't, I didn't feel like there's a difference in like mechanics. I mean, I guess he he looks cooler, I guess, in some of the fight scenes, but I mean, outside you of that, who was button mashing? That's all I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a he had a different um his like a uh, charge B was different, yeah, and his burst it launched people. Um, not his burst, but his his heavy attack or his Y, and it it, it could launch more than one person, so. I, like he, I saw him as the more like agile dive kicky kind of character. Yeah. Um. So I didn't like him because dive kick characters are scrubs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Able yeah, man, man, baby. <laughs> I definitely. Uh... Of course he did. <laughs> Jack Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I was definitely feeling that fight, man. Um. But, you know, dude, I'm such a fanboy for this game, and, and to a fault, dude, because, cause, like, I don't have one favorite moment. Like, I, I love the entire package. As, as flawed mm-hmm. as it is, man, I, I I love every single bit of that, because I feel like one part gives into another part, and another part makes another part feel better for me, you know? So, like, <clears throat> but, but, but I do remember uh, having the Native American tear go down my cheek when, uh, when Yasha faded away, dude. <laughs> Especially after that fist bump. Oh, good God. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of, you said you love every fight equally. Uh, what's your guys' least favorite uh, moment in the game? Um, I, Oh, yeah, dude. The the uh, the space battle with, 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 with uh, Shaka. Because I was like, dude, I don't know what, <laughs> what the hell I'm doing. Like, I want to get this over with. All of the um, uh, Galaga battles uh, were not my favorite. Because I died the most at those. Because it felt like at some point, like you're playing Ikaruga, right? You gotta kind of just find mm-hmm. a corner to sit in, and to not get hit. And I, and and it's not like the game has conditioned you up until this point to learn how to play. 
right? You just kind of slap your face up against the stick, and then whatever happens, happens, right? So to make the game harder towards the end, especially in a sequence that I never had to put any real thinking power into, you know, I, I just wasn't feeling that at all. What about you guys? Um, I think everything you got to do leading up to fighting Deus was kind of whack because it's like that's where you have to fight through a lot of the fodder if I remember right like there's just a lot of just like trudging through like Goma and like the the troops or whatever not Goma but I guess it's the troops there but um but yeah that that was probably like pretty whack I mean the fight when once you get to him I think it's cool but yeah leading up to that was kind of boring so this uh, I guess I'm I'm disagreeing with y'all but my least favorite was the Yasha fight in the DLC Like the part where you're falling, yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like that. Like it, it felt that was when I messaged you, and I I was mad because I hadn't talked to Dante, and I was like, I just beat this thing the first part, then you have to fight him again, and you're falling, and like you can't tell any of your how far you are from him or anything. Yeah, I hated that. I hated it, that. the way I don't know the controls as well as just like your distance, and it seemed like he moved a lot faster than you did too. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I just didn't care for that fight. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess maybe not disappoint, like not least favorite. Like I, I would agree with you, Trevor. But one that was disappointing is I actually wanted to fight Sergey, and but the 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 lead up to him was like you fight the Goma and then like you kill him in a cutscene, right? You curb yeah. stomp him, mm-hmm. and like I wish you got to fight him because I was like, I guess that he was killed your wife. Like, I know, I know, and it was just like super disappointing that like he gets killed in a cutscene and not like you know you actually get to fight him, so you never get to see like what his ability is or whatever. Uh, so that was like disappointing, and then also like just just like I didn't like the fights against Ryu and Akuma. I liked the fights against Oni and Evil Ryu, but the Ryu and Akuma parts I didn't like. Um, I have one more question: How much of a sword has to go through you till you stop feeling it? Like, if you get stabbed by a 12-foot sword, do you think you stop feeling it after, like, four feet? Does it hurt any more? So, are we, like, using, <laughs> so, so are we using anime rules or are we using real-life rules? Because because what has anime showed me is that until it is sheathed, nothing happens. Right. <laughs> I don't feel a damn thing until that thing is back in the sheath, okay? So, uh, <laughs> I guess with this, man, and I'm going to get real uh, weebish here. So, August's sword is so powerful that it's so quick that when it goes through Asura, he doesn't feel anything. So, uh, I'm going to say no, man. And, and, and also, you know, damage in this game is uh, is, is totally, uh, like, it. none of it makes sense, right? Because you punched August threw a, a, a crater on the moon, but that didn't kill him. But, you know, a, a quick uh, slash to the to, to the stomach, that did him in. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, to, to answer your question, man, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, that was the part when I first played this game that I was just like, yo, this game is wild when he basically takes a sword the size of the pl- the moon and stabs you through the moon. And I just, that was that was my line. Like, you need to play Azura's Wrath. He stabs, you get stabbed through the moon. Just get uh, robbed. 
I don't think I have anything else. You guys have? You know, that made else? me think. Did the did the sword go through his arc reactor? Nah. No, because it, that it went through his stomach. Oh, okay. Beautiful game. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Hey, so Reed, great Yo. game, great experience. <laughs> Dude, uh, eleven out of ten will definitely play again five <laughs> years from now. <laughs> Is this one of those types of games that you play? Uh, um. Like on a pretty regular basis, not regular like every day. Nah, like, is so, this the game you revisit every couple of years? Yes. So, so this is definitely one of those games when like somebody brings it up, I I I, I just talk about it for about thirty minutes straight, you know. And, and now that I did, now that I've done this, it's going to get even worse because now I have more context to give people. So thanks. And, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's um it's it's definitely one of those games I revisit if not just to watch a playthrough or to watch a moment. Or to talk about it, you know, or, or talk about what a, what the Sir's Wrath Two would be like. I always, I, I think about this game a lot, you know, like that, because what I think it did, right? It, it definitely came out during the time when everybody hated quick time events. Like quick time events were like a poison, right? And here you have a game that is literally nothing but quick time events, right? It, it and and and, and it still found a way to entertain you and tell the story and get its point across. And I and I was thinking, I was like, huh? You have a lot of games that have really cool concepts, but the gameplay cannot keep up with the writers' brains. I feel like, and I feel like if you just make it cutscenes and quick time events and make it enjoyable, um, I, I think you can definitely have a series of games like that. Which um, I, I don't want to say that the Telltale series is a testament to that, but but I definitely feel like um, it, it's kind of like that a little, right? But um, but yeah, I feel like Asura has its own subgenre, and I and I don't know if there's any other games that 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 do the exact same thing. What about you, uh, Trevor? Great game, great experience. Absolutely. Like I said, they need to port this game to newer consoles because this would end up being a game that I revisit every time they port it to a new console. Okay, okay. And Greg, you great game, great experience. Mm, I'm gonna say. Good game, great experience. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna also probably I'm probably along with Greg, and I'm gonna say this game is it's good and okay, good game, and it's a good experience. I think, like I said, like for me, this game, I have more reverence for this game. My first time playing it, Um, uh, there's some things in here for me personally that I feel like are a little bit flawed and. I was not able to look past, but I also think that, like, that's coming from the context of, like, having experienced it before. So I think, like, this game makes a great, in my opinion, first expression or impression. I do think that the DLC is a mixed bag, but I would kind of, like, what Reed had said earlier, that I just highly recommend just to get all the DLC and just experience this all in one time. And then, because you don't want to feel like you're missing out on anything and also you don't want to feel like oh well i played it already what more will this stuff add so i just say just go ahead and get it all and and play it and see what you think um so that's it for Ozra's wrath where can people find you at greg uh you can find me on twitter at boombox hero on twitch at twitch.tv slash magnegro with a zero instead of an o at the end and uh, youtube.com slash c slash magnegro where can people find you at Trevor you can find me online at lyricon song 
Uh, where can we find you at, Ray? Uh, on Twitter. Uh, I've actually started using that uh, more now uh, at uh, Making Groceries underscore. <laughs> I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Potato Salad. Um, if you uh, you can find us on Mixed Checkpoints uh, on Twitch at tw- uh, ah. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash checkpoints. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mcheckpoints. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com points. And if you like tuning in to Miss Checkpoints to find out about hidden gems, cult classics, indie games, then share us with your friends, family, and the not shitty subreddit communities you're in. Uh, comment <laughs> on our Facebook page, add us on Twitter, leave us a review, preferably five stars on Apple Podcasts so we can appear higher in the leisure category. Uh, we appreciate uh, everybody listening to us for this is like we said our third uh, year doing this. Um, Yo, congrats mm-hmm. to y'all, man! Thanks, man! Thanks, and just just you know, like leave us a review, hit us up, and just like tell us some games that you're some episodes you like that we 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 did. Tell us some games you'd like us to talk about. You know, like we we love to hear from you guys. Like I think me and Trevor have talked about it on the uh, bonus cast, but. Uh, We've both been hit up by a couple of folks um, just like, hey, you guys should play this or have you thought about this? So it's always cool to hear from you guys. So um, always, always feel free to reach out to us and let us. Um, and yeah, appreciate you coming on, Ree. Uh, really appreciate uh, No problem, man. This was a pleasure, dude. I, <laughs> I, I, dude, I was talking about I was talking about this to my coworkers. Like, dude, y'all remember Sarah's Wrath, man? Y'all about to go talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you were really hype about it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to. I think we'll maybe have to hit you up, and you know, the, for a future un, untitled game. We don't, we don't, you know, like, or maybe we can bring you on, and you can you can choose the game. Hey, okay, so, we do the story mode for 2K15. Man, you know what? I thought about that one time. <laughs> That's a Spike Lee one, right? <laughs> I thought about doing that one time. Oh, as a guy. dude, it's, it's so bad, man. But it's so good. I watched the YouTube cutscenes, man. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> man, 40 mules in an acre, you better respect it. <laughs> now, yo, um, a game that, uh, that, that, that I think definitely slipped up on the radio. Uh, do y'all remember uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on the DS? Yeah. I've been trying to have these guys play that for so long. I've had it on two oh, different damn. lists, and they've never voted. Like they've never voted for it, dude. I don't know how you emulate that, but that game is pretty solid. I've been trying. You to say they play. ported it to like mobile, like uh, some years after or whatever. But I don't know if it's still available or not. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to read. It's been on two lists, and it hasn't gone through. So I, I'm, I'm trying. I've never played it, but I've heard really, 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 uh, really yo, good things. Hey, Greg. Yo, yeah. Did you bring up True Cross Streets of uh Streets of L.A.? Oh man, I have not. But man, that is a oh, <laughs> that is a game. Dude, um, we I tried to get Sleeping Dogs on here, which obviously is like the spiritual succession. Yeah, yeah. But, Dude, nah, nah, but you gotta get the glitch. True Crimes. You gotta get the glitch mess that is True Crimes Streets Oof. of L.A. That might be kind of rough though, because you'd have to have like a PS2 or an Xbox or whatever. Nah, like, dude. I guess it's on it's on all the old stuff. It's on like, GameCube. Yeah, it's on GameCube too, right? <laughs> so as long as you got one of those, you got to play the PS2 version with the Snoop Dogg uh, add-on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it came out on Mac. Okay, God, and a mobile, damn. and then there's a mobile version. Ah, oh, that hurts wow. so much. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate hearing that. <laughs> well, I know that game age. sucks. <laughs> I know that game's... Dude, this sucked just on this regular platform. So, like... <laughs> God, that game, man. The audacity you talking about that, that makes me want to go back and play it again. Huh? 
Are you talking about that makes me want to go back and play? Because I just remember how stupid it was and how fun, how dumb, like, it's just the dumbest game ever, but it's so funny and, like. Wait, wait, are we talking, like, is it funny, like, Barkley, shut up a jam? Well, I don't know if the, if, it's unintentionally funny, but oh, I don't know if it holds okay. up. I think it's a technical mess, man. You're laughing yeah. at it, not with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Definitely, definitely pointing, laughing at it. Pointing and laughing at his shoes, man. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well, um, yeah. <laughs> With that, we're Miss Checkpoints and we're out. Peace.